Good morning, everybody. It's Jody with our 10-Minute Daily Devotional. Happy Tuesday. Um, I am just excited to be here this morning and to be talking to God and, and all of that. Um, so let's open in prayer. Dear God, I am just, I'm happy to be here this morning spending time with you. And I just ask that you, um, that you give me your presence, let me feel your presence so that I can just, um, know that, that you're here and, um, I just love you in your name we pray. Amen. All right. Hi, Maureen. So yesterday I was on my walk, very, very cold walk because it was literally 30 degrees with Phil and, um, we were, we, I say we, as if he was listening, Phil, my dog, I was listening to a podcast and I listened to the Jesus Calling podcast, which I love and I haven't listened to it in a while. And, um, the last one I listened to was December 16th and I've only listened to half of it. So I listened to the second half because usually they have two stories. And so the second half, the one I was listening to, I don't remember the name of the guy, but he was talking about mental health and he was saying that, um, he suffers from anxiety and depression and um, he became a pastor. And when he became a pastor, he started just doing way too much. And he got just the anxiety um, came back. And so he um, solved that by drinking. And he actually went into church one Sunday to give a sermon um, intoxicated. And they had to, you know, gently, you know, get him off the pulpit. Someone else took over. And he then went to and did some rehab and, and all of that. And he realized that his calling maybe was to help people with mental illness instead of be a pastor. And so he resigned and, um, and started a ministry around mental health issues. And I thought it was so awesome. He was just saying um, how it's still not as much as it used to be, but it still can be not taboo, a taboo subject, but just a subject that not a lot of people talk about. Some people are embarrassed and all of that. And, um, and he said one Sunday on the pulpit, he, when, before he resigned, he was just like, you know, I suffer from anxiety and depression. And, um, and he got so many emails the next day, just saying, thank you. People don't talk about it and all of that. And, um, and so I just thought it was a really interesting thing that he said a lot of times the church just kind of stays away from that topic and not all churches and not all pastors so please do not take that comment as a you know what you know a everybody but definitely some do and um and so I was like you know gosh so many people suffer from anxiety and depression and so many people have negative feelings about it and we shouldn't he said it's just like you know a, a, a sickness he used a different word he didn't say the word sickness but you know um and so just making sure that we're aware that if we have something it's okay that if others have something we love and support them and and all of that it was just really good and i don't remember the guy's name i wish i did but just um you know, remembering and praying for our friends that are suffering through things like that. It's the worst. He was just talking about waking up with depression and even brushing your teeth can be such a struggle. And um, for those who haven't experienced it, you know, I don't think we can 
ever judge. Um, so anyways, I just thought I would bring it up. It was such a great topic, a great podcast, just to listen to um, what he had to say. It was on December 16th, and it was the second half of the Jesus Calling podcast on that day. So anyways, um, just thought I would mention that, that what we've been talking about is the covenant that Abraham or that um, God made with Abraham, and we've been talking about how hard it can be to have faith. And um, yesterday we ended talking about Thomas, the disciple of Jesus, who said um, when Jesus came back, I will not believe it until I see it, which is where we get doubting Thomas from, right? And um, and so Jesus let him see it. So let's read um, what Jesus says. So we're talking about John 20, 25. And um, it says, Jesus appears and says, look and touch. And Thomas falls down and makes, um, hold on, this is, I have this little box. I don't know how to move it. I can't read the words. There we go. Sorry. Um, Okay, hold on. Uh, Now I scrolled and I can't know where, okay. Um. Okay, sorry. Then Jesus appears and says, look in touch, and Thomas falls down and um, makes an amazing declaration for a Jew. He says, my Lord and my God. And Jesus responds, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. I'll read that sentence again. That's a pretty amazing sentence. Blessed are those who have seen, who have not seen and yet have believed, who have not seen and believed. And that's what we're called to do, right? We're called to have faith that even though we can't see the presence of Jesus, even though we don't see a burning bush or or anything like that, we um, we believe. Um, And we're lucky because we do get to see little miracles every once in a while. And we do get to pray and see how our prayers are answered. But um, so that's kind of how I look at it. But um, sometimes it can be hard. He says, um, without faith. It is impossible um, without faith, not without emotion, not without some sort of physical or sensory assuredness. It is impossible to please God without faith. He said, um, if you want to know what's God, God, what God's will for your life is, this is it. That you and I be fully convinced that God is who he says he is and that he will do what he says he will do even if it runs counter to everything before our eyes. He says, Bruce Waltke writes later on, Christians are people of the ear, not the eye, right? We can't necessarily see the presence of God before us, but we can hear what he does. God does not appear to be seen, but he speaks to be heard. And Bill says, and I would add, Um, that this is what God wanted from Abraham. It's what he wants from me. It's what he wants from you. He wants us to trust his promises, to believe his promises, and then if that faith is true, guess what happens? It'll show itself in action. So let's write that down. Today is, hi, Kathy. Today is um, February 1st. Oh, my goodness, we've made it to February. February 1st. First, and I just want to write, um, I want to write that verse, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Blessed are those who have not seen 
and yet believe. And I'm actually not sure exactly what verse that is, but it's somewhere around John 20, 25. So it might be like John 20, 26 or something like that. Um, having faith without seeing. So because I took so much time in the beginning, let's go ahead and write down our praise and our prayer request. All right, let me pray for us. Dear God, I just thank you that you are good. God, sometimes it can be hard to have faith. Sometimes it can be hard to, to believe without seeing. So please help us to remember that we can believe through hearing, through hearing about your good works and through hearing about how you work in the lives of others, the lives of us. Um, thank you so much, God, that you show us yourself through the things that you do. We love you so much. In your name we pray, amen. All right. Well, I hope that you all have a great day. Tomorrow we'll talk about faith in action. So that should be good. I'm done. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.